So today we learned the entire Pedic base. Pedic base of Tanya introduces the Nefesh Hashenis Bi Elakami Mal Mamish. Just to know that the expression that the godly soul is Chelek Elokami Mal, these are words that we have already from the Rishonim. These are older words. The Altareb is Machadesh, and he adds the word Mamish. And what that means that even though the second soul of the Jew, the godly soul is a piece of God, not only is it a piece of God in its source, but even as it comes down over here, when we're coming into the Mamush's Dika world, Mamish, it retains its godliness. It's a Chelekalekami Mal Mamish. And the Altarebbe brings two sources for that. One of them underlines the source of the soul as a piece of God. And that's based on what it says in the Zohar that, but it says in the Chumash that God blew into the nostrils of Adam by Yipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chaim. So the Zohar says that whoever blows, what's the difference between speaking and blowing? The breath of speech doesn't come from so deep, which is why people can speak and speak and not get tired. When you blow, the breath is coming from a, de- a very inner part of the person. Your koyach goes out with it, which is why you can't just huffing and puffing and blowing. You'll faint, you'll lose your koyach. The fact that Hashem uses the words blowing when it comes to putting the neshama into Adam is a proof that the neshama comes from a much deeper place than the speech. And the world comes from speech. The neshama is mamish chelekelekamimal. What about mamish? How do you know that even down here it retains its godliness? So the Altarebbe brings another example that the neshama is called in the Torah a child to God. And what's unique about a, a child that if one were to ask you, can you give all of yourself the answer is yes. When do we give all of ourselves over? Only by procreation. When we have the schos of fathering or mothering children, what's the child? It's all of the parent. So even though it's separated, it's a child, but the child is mamish, the parent. That means that even when the neshama is down here in the world, it remains, God calls our soul, our godly soul, banamatim. And this the Altarebbe uses to say further, and he explains the following, that even though all of our neshamas is chelek alekami mal mamish, however, there is a difference between one soul and another soul. How can that be? If it all comes chelek alekami mal mamish, Hashem echad, all the neshamas should be alike. So the Altarebbe uses this example that the Torah gives, calling our souls a child to explain, just like when it comes to the creation of children. And quoting what we have in Chazal and Masech Nida with all the details, that the child physically begins to form, the formation of a child is from the head, from the brain, which means that the tipa, the drop that comes from the father, that we know in Torah that this drop comes from the father's brain. When that metamorphosis into a child, think about it, the brain of the child, how much transformation or de-evolution did the drop have to undergo to become the brain of the child? Nothing. Because if the drop is a part of the brain of the father, so the brain of the child is the same thing. Mamish the same, but all of the other parts of the body, that, that uh, cell that divides into two, that divides into four, begins to metamorphose, begins to de-evolve, and it goes from the brain to being ultimately a, a toenail. Now, is the toenail from the brain of the father? Yes, but it transformed itself many times. Every transformation, it becomes more distant. So when you look at a child, so the nail of the child is getting its life force from the brain of the child. 
the brain of the child, this mamish, the brain of the father, all of that coming back to our neshamas, in our origin, all of our souls is chelek elekami mal mamish. However, when God takes this lofty neshama and puts it into this world, and it has to go from one world to a lower world to another world, so all of the neshamas make the same journey. However, the question is, do they, are they affected by the journey? Do they, do they become more concealed? Do they become more transformed in a de-evolution way? And that depends on the neshama. So the few neshamas can be in this world and they didn't change. So down here, they are exactly the way they are up there. And these are the neshamas given to the great tzaddikim of every generation. And then the rest of us, our neshamas, even though we came from the same place, but as the neshama came down all the way into our bodies, into this world, it got transformed in a negative way, it de-evolved. And it de-evolved, and until you have neshamas that lamashul are like the nails are the end. But the nail, the toenail is connected to the mind. Which means that we, all of the neshamas, have to be connected to the tzaddikim of the generation. And that al leads us into, when it says in the Chumash, that one of the positive commandments in the Torah is to cleave to God. So the Gemara says, how can you cleave to God? God is God. God doesn't have a body. He's not body-like. How do you cleave to God? So the Gemara answers, that when you cleave to the tzaddik, you're cleaving to God. So with, before learning Hasidis, do the best you could. al says, cleaving to the Talmud Chachem is mamish cleaving to God. You are Ludovka boy because since the tzaddik has in him his neshama that did not undergo any change, so it's chelik elokal mimal mamish even in the body of the tzaddik. So the tzaddik is a godly person. So when we cleave to the tzaddik, mamish uludovka boy, amazing. And then the Alter Rebbe concludes the second chapter by. So that explains why we have to have a Rebbe and the whole concept of iskashos. And at the end of the chapter, the Rebbe says that even though that parents don't have a, any power to decide what type of neshama they will bequeath to their children, there are exceptions to that, but that's the general rule, which is why you can have relatively parents that have a neshama that underwent many changes, and they are, so to say, on a lower level. They can merit to house, to bring down into the world a very lofty neshama. Okay, on the other hand, the, the, the parents' holiness while they are together, meaning that their union that they have, the love that they have towards each other, etc., etc., affects a garment, a tselem, that every neshama has as the soul interfaces with our consciousness. And the, the, the greater holiness that the parents had at the time of the child's conception than the loftier of the garment or of the tselem that this neshama will have, or to say it in other words, that you can have a neshama, that's a neshama datsilus. That is the mind, that is the eyes, it didn't undergo all these changes. It might have a harder time connecting itself to God if the garment that this neshama was given to by the union of the parents is a coarser garment. So we do have our responsibility, dafka, when the couple is together, to, to, in, to invest in that act a greater amount of kedusha, which will afford our children a loftier and a more refined garment.